Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Two Girls, One Cap. I'm Asha. I'm Quinn. <laughs> She's laughing at me already. This is going to be a, this is going to be a great episode. Um, yes. <laughs> we're here with our recap of the fifth episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Would you lay out there, babe? (laughs) (laughs) Asha is such a sweet and emotionally mature person. She was, you know, she is ready to talk about this through her tears. I'm moved, but I'm dead inside. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Well, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised because as we all know i'm usually dead inside yeah that's true yeah and and just the sheer fact that um and i the last time i cried at anything marvel was endgame yeah Uh, i didn't cry at infinity war because everything happened so quickly and then and then it was over Mm -hmm. you know that you didn't you didn't really have a moment to Mm -hmm. you know let the emotions no no really Um, we should talk about that experience in theater at some point yeah so we should yeah absolutely but my 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 in the infinity war saga (laughs) my crying moment came in endgame when steve is picking himself back up off the field Uh uh-huh and as soon as he hears sam yeah, that was yeah. my, you know, yeah. I I yeah. gasped so loud <laughs> and grabbed my grabbed my husband's leg <laughs> and like dug yeah. my claws in and immediately yeah. just tears started pouring out of my face because but, I went, oh my god, you know, a worthy moment, a, 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 yeah. a very worthy moment. Um, mm-hmm. So the I, fact I, when I realized that it was. Evan's stunt person's ass laying on the ground and not his ass so that that made me sad it, it also a worthy <laughs> moment <laughs> like, we've been lied to <laughs> we've been lied to all these years um, yeah, you, know, ass, you don't have thighs that thick that is not you laying on the ground right right <laughs> as a connoisseur a sommelier of ass if you will I can tell you that's not his ass um so let's talk about falcon and the winter soldier sorry (laughs) let's bring it back (laughs) centered centered we're very mature women having a serious literary discussion i think first of all let's just go ahead and take our moment in the spotlight if you will oh our victory lap our victory lap (laughs) <laughs> of we were fucking right yes we were every character vin, vindication is ours every characterization that we have you know prophesized about these these characters everything that we right. have everything that we have discussed and come up with whether it's been on air mm-hmm. or be, or between Quinn and I Mm-hmm. this episode more than anything else right exactly. has proven everything right 
has proven everything right. that we've ever discussed, ever come up with, ever theorized about any of them, Steve included, right. has been has been proven correct for us. I would say so, yes. And um, and not that not that we're gloating and not that we're above gloating, but correct. But, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, credit to the writers, they put the breadcrumbs out there. These are and this is quite the feat when I think about it. This is different writers all the time yeah absolutely you know, yeah you know um and i i mean i know it's usually eminem you know marcus mcfreely but doing it but but he's been written by you know these characters have been written by other people as well and in this series definitely by different people and um point for point just those tiny breadcrumbs that they gave us and the, you know the viewers we've you know people who've cared about these characters have you know, mm -hmm. not just us. I know we've read elsewhere. We, they told us who they were and they stayed consistent to it. And there was a reason why we cared and they showed us why we cared this time. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so are we going to go in order or do we talk about what I consider the one I was screaming about on the phone with you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, um, I want to, we, we don't have to go in order, but I do want to talk about the opening sequence please go ahead for, that's fine uh, um just real quick for all of the the shit talking which mm -hmm. is aptly aptly in our description of this podcast um <laughs> for all the shit talking that we have done about john walker mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not about to turn around and be like oh i really empathize with this character or no. I, I that's that's not what i'm about to do what i am going to say is that wyatt russell who oh I have, God. who I've said all along, is playing the character brilliant, brilliantly. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I cried literally from the beginning of this episode to the end, mm -hmm. and it started with his portrayal of John Walker because you see a man struggling with the actions that he just committed. Right. I, and, I, I would agree. And and absolutely a, a character struggling to come to terms with trying to ju justice for his best friend for his partner but also that he's not in control of him of his own body of his own mind mm -hmm. and also that he's still a soldier there's right. so many different components to what make him up and Wyatt Russell is playing him so perfectly i feel no i i agree uh, that i just, yeah i i don't i still don't have any sympathy for the character <laughs> i don't i don't at all because i because he's no um <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into more of that as the episode continues because there were a lot of things that happened then i went mm, you said that but you didn't mean that um <laughs> uh but i I did see how there are people that are empathizing with him. I did mm. see where the character is flawed enough. You know what I mean? Where mm -hmm. it's still believable that there's that person inside where there's that human touch inside. Um, he's still a twat. <laughs> he's still an absolute dirt bag. Um, there's, there's no denying that in my book. And um, mm -hmm. I'll get more into that as we go on uh, about the episode. Mm -hmm. But I was 
blown away. I've never seen mm. Wyatt Russell in anything. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he's been in some stuff. I, and- I believe he played uh, like a person you think is a drug dealer in one of the 22 Jump Street movies with Channing, with, with, uh, Channing Tatum. Sure, never so, saw either one of yeah, those movies. Definitely so. Oscar bait material. So Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, but that my but my point stands is that um, I- incredible for performance from him. Oh no, it's amazing. Yeah, he's doing physical things that that, that the camera work isn't like oh look at his shaking hand. He's no. just doing it. He's just yeah, doing it. You know? Yeah, there's no yeah. there's no focus on one aspect of you know the camera wants to draw you in, so you're focused mm-hmm. on something. Right. He he, as an actor, is portraying this character as deeply flawed. We we talked about it in previous episodes. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of PTSD there that's unresolved. Um, and I, and and I will say from this episode, especially, I think that there's a hero complex mm-hmm. that is probably not going to be at all discovered. You know, we're not going to get into it at any point in mm-hmm. the last episode at all but um i i think that's an issue i mean the man has three medals of honor if there's no hero complex there yeah. then you know he's a saint and he wouldn't have killed that guy in the street absolutely um, that being said i have to ask you did you watch to the end credit scene because there was one yes i did okay i wanted to make sure based on what, what you just said oh you no okay so yeah 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 yeah, yeah absolutely okay okay um, uh, and i would just like to say as a caveat mm-hmm. this this end credit scene didn't bother me the way that many did because i felt like this could have easily actually still been before the of, yes absolutely yeah so yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah so anyway anyway so uh, so if we're talking about the first scenes we don't have to go in order i just wanted to okay. get that out of the way no, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, well, I guess I will just go ahead and say what I, the, the, the title of the episode is Truth. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that because I've watched it twice now. Yeah. Uh, on my rewatch, I was thinking the very first moments, they're, they're Wyatt Russell, excuse me, they're John <laughs> Walker running. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's right after it happened. So mm-hmm. we were right last week when, one of us was saying that we thought it might that scene from the yeah. trailer uh would be the right after the mur that killing murder yeah. of uh, nico so he's running and i thought okay cinematically he's running from himself he's running from what he just did not mm-hmm. just running i'm sure there's also this huge adrenaline rush going through him or something Absolutely. as someone who never has run I haven't run anything but hose since like the 90s so i mean i don't i don't i, but I think some people Oh my God, you're correct. Thank you. Old yeah. baths. I guess I've run baths anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, but I, 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 you know, some, I, some people, you know, go out and run when they're upset uh, to process yeah. things. So I guess mm-hmm. that might be what I do. But anyway, so he's running. I thought from the truth because the truth is, you know, that's why. Sure, absolutely. Thought, okay, a symbol of that. A symbol of that. And then he gets in there and he starts saying things that are the truth when he's mad at himself. Because because it's fresh, and he hasn't developed he hasn't put in place his def- his personal defense mechanisms to yes. deal with the situation. So he's saying saying things like, "You told me like he's talking about Lamar. You told you know you didn't want me to go in. Mm-hmm. You know why didn't I listen to you? 
mm-hmm. you know, and then as he goes on, he starts finding ways to create a narrative that makes this acceptable, yes. his actions. So, so he can live with his actions. He creates this false narrative that's very close to the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when he starts saying, when, you know, when Sam and Bucky show up and he's saying, I had to kill him. You saw I had to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, he killed, you know, no, first yeah. of all, you didn't have no, to do it. First of all, you didn't have to do it. Second and of all, he, he did, didn't kill Lamar. Yeah. And yeah. I like that they reminded us that. And then someone also, Bucky also says that. No, he didn't. Yeah. Well, that's not going to help him with this reality that he needs to create where this, mm-hmm. this is justifiable. And, you know, and we all have coping mechanisms. This is a terrible one. But, 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 but basically, it's just the beginning of seeing because we've not seen him do anything obviously not on this level wrong. He's done little wrong things as it goes small infractions, lies, mistruths, whatever, jumping the gun, that kind of stuff. But he's not seen anything where he would be in a position where he starts to take personal responsibility for his actions. And it's right. clear he's not going to, he's victim blaming, he, you right. know? Yes. And when I, when I started seeing that, and then of course, when the fight ensues, between the three of them mm-hmm. which i'm sure you saw the civil war parallels oh for that. absolutely yeah, yeah 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 and when he's like why are you making me do this so he goes from you know just starting with the creating the narrative the false narrative and the victim blaming to just quoting from the abuser's handbook why are you making me do this yeah bitch ain't nobody making you do nothing yeah you know <laughs> yeah you know yeah um, and I've ta- I have more thoughts on this, but do you have something you want to say before I just keep going on ad nauseum? Well, you, it's, it's interesting that you, that you say pulling directly from the, the abuser's handbook, it's classic narcissistic behavior. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, you know, yeah. The false narrative. Why, yeah. The false narrative making his truth, the only truth, you know, um, why are you making me do this mm-hmm. as opposed, you know, and, and that whole thing too when he's in there and he's talking to himself and it harkens back to our whole stance of Hoskins was his Jiminy cricket. Right. You know, his, his whole, um, you know, his, his reason to second guess something, his reason to take a breath and take a Mm -hmm. beat before deciding what to do. Right. Now he doesn't have that. I found it particularly interesting that, of the scant dialogue that they chose to use from other episodes during while he was thinking one of the lines was that one that we focused on last time um you always you know make the right decision going into battle and we're like that's so untrue yeah and he's Mm -hmm. focusing on that and and i think when that whole moment where in the beginning when he's open and and you know dealing with actual well contemplating actually true things that happen Mm-hmm. that gets in there and i it was clear that he knew that wasn't true at the moment like he knows absolutely that's not the truth but now he's coming back to it and you know that's just that moment of weakness where he's really it's fresh and he's accepting mean, he's facing the truth and then he just starts putting the walls up another wall went up when um sam says you got to hand me the shield and he's like oh well now i oh that's what this is about Mm-hmm. okay he needed you know he uh, as soon as that comes up he can find an excuse okay that's why they're up here. not because of what i did they just want the shield you know what a sweet you know i'm telling you you if i was a 27 year old girl i i would have dated this guy oh same 
Absolutely. <laughs> but me at me at 23. Yeah. <laughs> and even even younger and, and and more stupid. It and it's funny that you bring that up about the shield because I feel as if and this is the big difference between Sam and Bucky and John Walker. That no matter how little Sam knew Steve, he knew what made him Captain America. Right. John Walker never had the opportunity to know Steve Rogers. So all mm -hmm. he knows about being Captain America is that shield. Right. Battle that's why he's so, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, And I think that's part of the reason he's so singularly focused on the shield is mm -hmm. that, is that for, for these three main characters, it's mm -hmm. a symbol. Right but it means something drastically different for John Correct. Walker. It's a status symbol. And we, we talked about this, I think in the last episode and we've talked about it off air and stuff, but it's, that it's strictly a status symbol, you know, that, that whole thing. And he even does it in that scene where mm -hmm. he's screaming, I am captain America. Right. You know, it goes along with that. No, that's not who you are. It's mm -hmm. what you are. There's, you know, there's a, right, there's exactly. a, you know, there's a big difference. And so when he, when he focuses on the fact that Sam is like, we're going to have to take the shield, mm -hmm. they're stripping away who he is. In his mind. Yes. In uh -huh. his mind. Right. Yeah. And he, he already knows, he knows when he runs into that warehouse, even before he's justifying whatever narrative he thinks is going to fly, mm -hmm. he knows he's done. Right. He's been in battle. He's been in combat. He's served in the military. He knows exactly what's going to happen. Right. He knows he's going to get court-martialed. He knows he's done. But if right. he can keep the shield, he can stay Captain America. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly the sort of personality type that is obsessed with power and attention. Mm -hmm. and, and things. And, material and I'm, things. And I'm, right. And then and then they become just unhinged mm -hmm. when that is unavailable to them. Speaking of, since also this is such an important opening scene, going back to our discussion about how so many people seem to be saying that in the last episode, Nico was a terrorist. So John Walker was justified to do what he did. And also people saying that it's the same thing that Tony, that, that Steve did to Tony. This is the same thing. Right. And we were saying exactly how it's not. Yeah. And, and I thought, okay, maybe not everyone has to look at it. Maybe they haven't watched these things as many times as this. Mm -hmm. But now if you're watching this series and last episode, you saw him by his own mouth. Let's just, let's just pretend that, let me step back. If we were yeah. to pretend that John Walker's position was accurate, which it isn't but that Nico killed his friend and that he must take him out. Like mm -hmm. I did, it was what he had to do. I don't think in any, that's not true. And that's not even what would have to happen if it was true. But if John Walker's position was true, he killed Nico like that because, because he killed his friend and because he, he had to do it. Mm -hmm. Moments later, he de-wings Sam and is sitting on top top of him and raises his shield and he's ready to do it again yep yeah for what for what no there was no comparison no. 
So he shows us exactly who he is. He's willing, you've threatened something about me, Mm -hmm. him, and I'm going to kill you for it. Yeah. I mean, that's real. That's what that is who he is. Yeah. And it's, and it's a threatening of his, what he is now adopted as his identity. Correct. You know, um, we, we know that abusers and narcissists don't start off that way. Correct. They develop, they develop that behavior and it becomes a part of their identity. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with John Walker and the shield and the mantle of Captain America. Right. You're going to take it from me and I will fight and I will do everything in my power to retain that identifying part of me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I have to tell you, I was terrified for Sam. He was going to. I thought it was a cho- he was choking at one point. They didn't show it, right? I believe yeah, so. I really think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was terrified for Sam when when Bucky slammed through that like steel beam. I jumped. <laughs> you know, like when he like punched through that steel beam, I jumped. When mm-hmm. John Walker slammed Bucky and his arm like short circuited. Yeah. I. I had I had several moments of me sitting on on my spot on the couch where I'm mm-hmm. like all huddled up in a ball you know watching TV where I was legitimately crying almost in like fear. Yeah. Because here are these characters where I now don't know what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Because not only do we have this dude that's just taken the serum. Mhm you know, unauthorized, you know, with no observation, you know, nothing going on, but he's also super jacked up on what he believes are the right morals. Mm -hmm. Basically that we've talked about everything that is the exact opposite of Steve. Right. And he's also coming off of what he knows he just killed someone. So honestly, what's one more? Yeah. And, (laughs) and, and for someone who, who's a true crime junkie like I am, a true crime buff, you know, um, there is a high, the serial killers will talk about it all the time, that there's, there's a high when you get that first kill. And every single time, and I, and I mean, I hate to talk about this, but, but they keep killing because they're looking for that first high again. Oh, it's not that they're they're chasing the first high. They're not trying to maintain it, but they're mm-hmm. looking for that first one. You're talking about he's running, he's running, he's got all this adrenaline going and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that's looking at this and going, he's got like a crazy weird high going on. Mm. He's so upset. He can't focus his emotions. He can't focus his thoughts. We already know he's created this new narrative where he's right these two guys are the enemies who didn't approach him as enemies. They didn't approach him as friends either, but they really were like, dude, they were super chill, super calm. Handed over. Handed over. Let's, you know, what's going to happen. Let's just handle it. Not make it worse. Let's not make it any worse. Yeah. It's already, it's already horrible. Let's not make it any worse. And it turns into this. Right you know um and now that we've been super serious i would just like to say that in my notes yes. at 3 30 in the morning i thought it was important to write 
Sam and his wings experienced a conscious uncoupling. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> it's because your soul's dead. Uh, I hadn't even reread that till now, and I've been working. I worked around that all day. Anyway, okay. Well, I'm actually very proud of you um, for that one. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm very proud of that. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so is the next the next thing is that council hearing? Sure. Do you want to talk about that next? Okay. So we talked about again last time we said last time going over the mid season trailer. We said we thought based on what this show is telling us so far, Mm -hmm. he would come away without punishment. And I think it's clarity. We I I I have to admit I thought they might leave him Captain America too. But they certainly did. Yeah, go ahead. I just was going to say, I thought that with America being a superpower, you know, um, I'm saying this very tongue in cheek because, you know, God, we're, <laughs> we're very fucked up. Um, <laughs> I'm not unpatriotic. I'm, I'm, I'm not unpatriotic. I just know we no, have a lot of flaws. It's just like Playboy. We got the issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just really <laughs> thought that they would, yeah, um, mm-hmm. that they would not like just a slap on the wrist, mm-hmm. but they would demote him and, and bear with me, if you will, to the dancing monkey. Right. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, and and it would yeah. be a really nice parallel to what Steve's journey was where they made him the dancing monkey and he broke out of those confines to become a hero mm-hmm. whereas they made John Walker a hero and he fucked that up. And being a dancing monkey, yeah. Yeah, and so they demote him. You know what I mean? That's yeah, I kind think, of where yes. I had thought and felt that they were going to go with that. I think that was a legitimate way to think that it was, and that it could still go that way, but it seems like at this point they were very upset about the public image issue. Yeah. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, and to be clear, I think that was, they, well, they told us. Yeah. We have this in my notes. This, that is the thing that they were upset about. Yeah. They weren't upset about, the, I mean, I know someone says it on screen later that we'll get to point blank, but, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, no, that's the whole so first of all i believe that this would have gone down very differently if the u.s government knew he had the serum in his system um yes i don't think they do so so but we don't know so that so based on this they say though in the hearing you took the serum without our knowledge no no no, am I um, am I thinking of the little, scene afterwards with with the contessa? Right, says, yeah, I know that you did that. Oh, yeah, okay, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they don't know. Um, okay. So this is, yeah, this is basically a hand slap. I mean, yes, I know that sounds. I, I realize that his career was the armed service, but this is the same thing where someone in uniform kills a, a person in the street and they get fired, yes, yeah. but they don't go to jail. Right. Like, no, and weirdly, just for the rest of us, I just like to remind us that we get fired if we you know yeah. make a sandwich wrong as a food worker and repeatedly mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that you know very very rarely do people kill someone i mean i can't think of too many instances 
We live in a society where if I don't smile at a man, <laughs> I very potentially could get raped and killed. Well, yeah, exactly. So, okay. So, yeah. But in the or, world, or the, if, yeah. Yeah, the so world, good. you know, uh, the world in which they live in, he got an other than honorable discharge no retirement, no benefits, which means his wife is not taken care of anymore. Right. Um, which I'm sure yeah. is a huge blow to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. if he steps one toe out of line, he'll basically spend the rest of his ever living days mm-hmm. in a military prison. And that's the thing I wanted to focus on because they say, um, yeah, if you continue to denigrate this council, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you'll sit, spend the rest of your life into into the disciplinary barracks so it's really very clear that it's not that you killed this person it's if you do something else you made us look bad yeah it's you made us look bad bad. Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it the the you know and as the character in a few minutes after this is going to say they would they would have been fine with they're not mad about that they're mad they would have been okay if you killed the whole lot of them yeah it's just that you did the way you did it yeah you know you didn't worry about public image and that's mm-hmm. the problem so they need to do something public image wise which is what you and i said would happen right they'll do something performative mm-hmm. and they did yeah um so yeah they care about their reputations uh and then i think that this was it, he says john walker says something in the middle of this this council hearing that is that is actually very true but mm-hmm. also speak to his char- character when he says you built me yeah, you know, mm-hmm. again, that's not taking any personal responsibility for his actions, but it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, you know, you, you, they, they, you know, the government took him. They put it. They put a gun in his hand. They trained him to go kill people. They awarded him for doing what I assume had something to do with a lot of people dying. Mm-hmm. You know, in Afghanistan, then they put him in this position, and they give. You know, they did build him. This is the perhaps natural outcome for most people. Yeah. who are trained to be killers you know i mean uh yeah so yes and, yeah 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 um any more thoughts on that session or should we talk about what happens afterwards um i just want to say <laughs> <laughs> just just one thing um i i understand for for the sake of good <laughs> entertainment you know, that he got away with that, if you will. Yeah. Um, if that had been a, no, you're fine. If, if that had been a real, a real hearing and he had spoken out of turn like that, he immediately yeah. would have been reprimanded into custody. I'm sure. He, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, there would yeah. be no further opportunity for him. Right. And I think that is part of what frustrates me and we'll we'll get to this at a at later on as we talk about this that that point that i made to you earlier like my one big mm-hmm. note um <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like that's exactly what this whole episode and i think really what this whole series is coming down to right um, i would agree but yeah let's let's move on because um my mind <laughs> the big was, cameo the big cameo which thank you marvel for actually giving us a cameo um 
of of an actual <laughs> person that wasn't just Paul Bettany playing his own character. Um, <laughs> first of all, first of all, if you don't love Julia Louis Dreyfus, what's wrong with you? Just oh, no. just for starters, She's amazing, amazing. She's, she is a peach. She is just a delight. And I haven't seen her in anything that she hasn't completely just nailed. Owned. Yeah, she completely owns it. owned. Yeah. Um, I I saw her, and that it wasn't the name that was familiar. It was the title. As Contessa. Soon as, she, as soon as she said Contessa, that's when I messaged you, and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> because I didn't read a lot of Marvel comics when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't proclaim to know a lot about origin stories about especially from the comics themselves. Mm-hmm. But names are a thing that I do remember. And mm-hmm. Val, as no mm-hmm. one should call her, we should just keep that in our own heads. Um, <laughs> often in the comics is Madame Hydra. Yeah. Who is I had to look it up. Okay, I wasn't that's fair. Was, that's fine. Well, because I'm gonna be saying like I was unfamiliar with this character. Um, sure. Uh, it wasn't something I came across. And after I'd watched it, I thought, because as our purpose is to only analyze what's on screen, you know, mm-hmm. what they give to us. Yeah. And then later on, look at it. Because mm-hmm. I did the same thing you did. I wanted to understand. You know, and and I don't think it's cheating to do that because if I watched a movie and I didn't understand something in that movie about, you know, penguins or something, I might go look it up. Sure. Yeah. So, so but it's really <laughs> this is such a strange thing i suppose if you don't know anything about this and then someone says this mouthful of a name twice mm-hmm. if this wasn't a character like basically you don't you can only get away with this in something that's already got established property beforehand where you know so most of the people watching you're like oh it's this one. yeah otherwise yeah. otherwise it's it's really awkward it's really awkward mm. to watch it and be like it's just a ridiculously okay. long ass name from a bold yeah, woman yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know john jacob jingleheimer schmidt thank you okay yeah yeah exactly so, um yeah so she's wearing um boots that are not made my for first walking. impression no they're not but she, she, i wasn't even paying attention to her joke about that when she came on because they remind me so much of the boots that uh, Monica wears in Friends that she swears she's they're good. <laughs> they hate feet and want them to die. And yes. she's just walking around with like says they're filled with blood. It just made yes. they look exactly like those boots to me, and that's all I could think about when I watched it the first time. So <laughs> that's fair. So um, yeah, I think this is great. Uh, she's going to be amazing. I hope that. So if, if we know, I had to look it up, and now that we know she's Madame Hydra, and that's normally a triple agent, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting, because that's what we've been saying we thought Sharon Carter might be. Yeah. So, hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speculatively, yeah, I would think that they're probably working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think this is the power broker? No. Okay. I there still you go. Don't. That was my I, 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 I still don't, don't either. I don't. I, I don't. still I still think 
I still honestly think that Sharon is the biggest possibility, mm-hmm. not probability, mm-hmm. um, because they are two different things. Um, right. If if the Contessa ends up being the power broker, I'm not going to be disappointed, mm-hmm. and I I won't necessarily be surprised either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. The, the small clip of Sharon that we got today, mm-hmm. um, especially because she has Bartok in her pocket, mm-hmm. um, doesn't make me think that she's like a double or a triple agent. It makes me think that she's working for herself. Okay, I was wondering about that because we'd had that discussion. I think you're the you're, you brought it up early on when Bartok Bartok was around the, the Leaper was around the first time, mm-hmm. and and I hadn't even been thinking about this. Didn't you say that Shield had hired him to take the Lumerian Star so that they could get the stuff off of it? So I don't know if I said it on podcast, but I know I've said it to you before. Okay, so yeah. so I hadn't even really thought about that, but yeah, that that's what happened. So. I guess I was thinking she might be happy in here. He might be in her pocket and that's part, you know, the whole mm-hmm. uh, whatever, mm-hmm. but it, there, there's a lot of moving parts here and I'm not sure. I don't think I need to understand them to appreciate the story. And when they let right. me know later on what happened, I'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So same. Um, yeah. At, at this point, to, at, at, at the, yeah. sorry to interrupt at this point. No, no. Um, if I don't find out who the power broker is, I'm not going to be heartbroken. Well, that's me too. I got to thinking if this is, you know, I've already said I don't really care for end credit scenes, but I would imagine there will be one at the end of this. Mm-hmm. And I would not be surprised if it wouldn't be sort of like a Thanos reveal at the end of Avengers, like we've never heard from this dude before. Sure. Yeah. But it could be Sharon. I was before this character came along this week and you know, I would be surprised if it's someone, I would not be surprised if the reveal of who that is would be in the end credit scene of the whole series. Like yeah. if someone comes in and then you find out it's because Thanos didn't mean anything to me at the end of Avengers. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. really a bad guy, you know, so it could be, you know, somebody sitting in a room with those 10 ring symbols on the wall or sure. something, you know, and then you'd be like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. that's probably them. Mm-hmm. so but whatever that's i'm not sure i'm ready to say i predict it but i wouldn't be surprised if that was an in the end credit scene so could be general ross <sighs> i know we don't like to that, talk about that, him but i'm just throwing fucker <laughs> i'm thro- i'm throwing and the only reason i'm throwing that out there is because they're giving that asshole a series yeah i ha- mm. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't have anything to back that up. Flames, and this, is, this is the tangent. I know. Flames, flames. Um, <laughs> this is, and this is a tangent, and so I apologize. I'm not giving any cre- credence to me throwing that out there for any reason, other than mm-hmm. they're giving him his own goddamn series. Yeah. Uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is a, a bully, to put it very mildly. <laughs> He's horrible. Well, as we've said in other ones, he's the reason why we have all these problems. Exactly. He is the yeah. reason that we have all these problems. Wanda's not the reason we have all these problems. The Avengers no. are not the reason that we have all these problems. Thunderbolt <laughs> Ross is the reason that we have all these problems. He's like Loki, except not charming or good looking. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Sorry. And, and, and also not immortal. 
yeah yeah or or or, or yeah anyway or, or played um, by tom hiddleston um yeah yeah i did want to say that julia louis dreyfus was playing that val you know contessa whoever mm-hmm. uh with a whole very nick nick fury aura like i don't know it was a li- it was way more charming but it was like here i'm gonna bring basically like, i'm gonna bring you on board but, well yeah keep in mind that in the comics val was also a love interest of nick fury oh well so i and i only i only bring that up because it's interesting that you say that because yes she had a very recruitment yes mm-hmm. um sure of herself i know that you're gonna take my call when i call you right mm-hmm. just like nick fury was very sure that they were all going to show up when they were needed right you yeah. know what i mean yeah mm-hmm Okay, and then after this, the show gives us what I think is the appropriate amount of flag smashers. Yeah. <laughs> Percentage-wise, 3% in, of the episode. Yeah, 3, 3% of the episode. Um, in this scene, did you have for a fleeting moment the feeling that those people that were with Carly mm-hmm. were maybe not 100% on board with her? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. um, uh, I think they've seen they've seen their people getting killed in horrific ways or sacrificing themselves as that first gentleman in George, I think. Um, and I think that they see her. You know, I hate when Zemo's right, but she is more and more radicalized all the time. And I, I'm mm-hmm. jumping ahead now, but that part that scene in Central Park at the end of the show, yes, she has a very her smile is un- is unnerving to me. You she she's suddenly yeah. very confident and very self assured. Yeah, it's it's unnerving, and that's not the sort of thing that should bring you that bring that that. I can get a nervous smile on my face, or get or smile on my face when I see a horrible car wreck because I can't help it's the wrong reaction coming out. Yes, yes. This is this is delight. Yes. This is like, she's salivating to do this now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but the Flag Smashers, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So they they did, that That was the takeaway from that scene is that I don't think that, I think they feel like they're caught up in her wake now. Some yes. of them. And I, and yeah. I feel, I feel as if what they truly joined up for, what they really <laughs> believed that they were fighting for. Mm-hmm they can see is obviously not what's happening right i mean now that the people have been removed they can't even take you know what i mean yes yeah yeah Yeah. you can change your directive but it's becoming more and more and more impossible you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and maybe i if you weren't radicalized you would maybe step back take a minute regroup change direction yes our current tactic isn't working do we double down yeah or, or do, do we, we change direction? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're super radicalized and a little unhinged, you double down. And if mm-hmm. you want to actually be effective and the entire playing field has changed as it has, you would regroup and change your direction. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's clearly not what's happening. And I think so, this um, is I and I think that you have to and this is this is something that we would spend hours talking about which I'm just going to touch on real quick. You have to factor in the serum and its effect on different people. Right. Right. You know, um, Carly has taken it. 
John Wonker has taken it. Isaiah took it. Steve Rogers took it. Or mm-hmm. Isaiah was forced to take it. Let me rephrase yeah, that. Unknowingly. Uh, unknowingly. Yeah. yeah. He was forced to take it. Um, Again, I want to say, I would think we were right that, that, that we said that that was probably, that was a potential case, you know, yeah. based on yeah. how, how it turned out for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that you have to, and again, and, and Red Skull took it. Yeah. Um, right. Just to, to take that all the way back. I think that you have to factor in how the serum affects your brain mm-hmm. and then in turn, how that affects your moral compass. Right. You know what I mean? They got mm-hmm. real lucky with Steve because right. Erskine, Erskine knew that there had to be other factors involved. Mm-hmm. Whereas everyone right. else sees the serum as a means to an end to get the power that they need to get the end result that they want. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that you have to, you have to factor all that in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have someone like Isaiah who it didn't kill him. He didn't, and we'll talk about him a bit, but it, you know, so I don't want to go into too much, but it didn't kill him. He didn't die from it. And he can still sit there and show all that emotion, mm-hmm. you know, and his first response isn't, yeah, take me out and let's, let's write this wrong. Mm-hmm. It's to be realistic and to know that there's no fixing it. And so, I mean, and that's wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's the tragedy, but it's, it's wise it's, to know. I mean, yeah. But he's very aware of his circumstance that he would be dead. I I don't I don't doubt for mm-hmm. one moment that that is probability for him. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, and I think that I know we're gonna get back into him more, but also since you brought him up, since we were talking about all the people that took it, the common denominator with Steve, Bucky, and Isaiah was that none of them took it willingly or, or knowingly basically well steve did but he didn't realize that was exactly why what was going on right like he didn't sign up for that right you know right um yeah. the others were you know it, it was forced upon the others mm-hmm. and then and they i think that this just is more underscoring that the kind of person who wants that power is the kind of person who shouldn't have that power exactly exactly okay so okay. next thing Yes. Uh, oh, Zemo. The next thing is <laughs> Zemo. Yes. With the, uh, <sighs> so this was, I was happy with this. This was not, I, I didn't expect this, mm-hmm. but I was very happy with every moment of it. So yes, your thoughts. Um, my thoughts. Uh... <laughs> For someone who was f- totally and completely motivated by his family's death, um, I I will be totally honest and say that I never truly saw Zemo as a complete villain. No. Um, and I and I, I I and I don't have a family to speak of really, so I can't you know. Same. But I, but I can <laughs> but I can empathize. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a relatively normal person. Um, <laughs> but for him to be able to go to the memorial for which I would assume is the first time. Oh yeah. Um I was very, very pleased with that. I was very happy about that. Very and 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 the fact that 
the first thing that he says is, I'm not going to kill you, James. Right. He's made that decision. Right. You know? And, and that's I, good because we have that up in here as a question. Like, what yeah. would this be? Yeah. Um, yes. And I think, you know, yeah, he's, he's I, definitely a very very relatable villain you get his motivations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's most of what he says is correct he analyzes things correctly he, he doesn't appear to go for any collateral damage when he's going for his thing you know mm -hmm. that sort of thing um but he's not always a hundred percent right and this is my favorite thing about this moment mm -hmm. he genuinely believed bucky was going to go ahead and kill him yeah i think he did and he was ready to go yeah, because he still thought that was in him. Basically, mm -hmm. remember back in the bar, yes. he says there's still a piece inside you, and Bucky proved him wrong, and he was genuinely surprised. And then, ladies, I agree. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. So that was great, and um, I'm very glad to see that Bucky and Wakanda are back on speaking terms, although he's not really welcome. But Which it, is fair. They went back to calling him White Wolf. You know, yeah. yeah, no, totally fair. Mm -hmm. But at least he's back. That he's you know upgraded from James to White Wolf. Right. And, you know, right. out of office. Yeah. So, so they're not know, on a first and, uh, name basis anymore. <laughs> yeah, you got you got yeah. She she didn't middle name him. You know. <laughs> right. So, so um, yeah, I think that I, I think that's interesting. And then. Uh, just uh, very well done all the way around. I felt very satisfied by all of that outcome, and that and that he's going back on the raft, which I, I know that's from Civil War, and that's where mm -hmm. they put the people. But I hadn't really thought about Wakanda using the raft, but why wouldn't they? I mean, they're out in the world now, so sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I think too the fact that the raft is incredibly more isolated, obviously, mm -hmm. and only because um, uh, I don't think the raft stays in one location. I don't. I think I think it floats around, but also I think, I think yeah. that that's <laughs> to mention where he's going. I thought, oh, well, he's going to meet all those guys in there from whatever little you know band of misfits they're going to be in charge of the. There's a word for him, but, but again, we're trying not to do the comic things. But if you were doing this, you know, and if you didn't, but like, oh, he would meet other people in there, and they would do bad. They would team up and get to know each other and be do bad things. So right, right, yeah. Maybe not a great idea to put supervillains all in the same location where they can talk across the cells at one another. I just yeah, I mean maybe not in the long run, but um, you know potentially. Where are those magneto cells where they're like by themselves right. floating in the middle of a room? <laughs> we need yeah. those. We need those. Yeah. Or like um, an oubliette somewhere. I don't know. Oubliette. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's what we need. Um, no, I was, I was very happy with that, and then also very happy, of course, to see that he still, that Bucky still felt like he could ask for something. Right, and I feel so stupid that I didn't realize that that's what he was going to ask for. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I was like, wait, I was like, because I was like, oh, what's he going to ask for? Oh, wow, <laughs> what's it, then, what is it? What's it going to be? I can't even imagine. Maybe it's his favorite goat. Yeah. Maybe he's asking <laughs> for a goat back. Okay. Oh, um, God, anyway. Yeah. Uh, all righty. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Isaiah came next. Isaiah came I know next. We've already mentioned him quite a bit. We, we've talked about him quite a bit, but I just... What I, I touched on this a few minutes ago that I said I think this whole episode specifically, but this whole series comes down to the fact that this is about... Um, that I, I think the governmental legacy of the shield and captain america is about white supremacy and black erasure mm-hmm. um right and, and again i'm not the authority on this no well, um yeah. i i i have a lot of privilege i'm the whitest person to ever white um <laughs> i can't <laughs> and i'm not trying to make light of it i'm just trying to prove a point that that I don't come from the background where I can speak um, truthfully about racism and erasure um, and and Mm. not sound like a white person coming from privilege. Um, But what I took took away, especially from this episode, um, you know, when Isaiah is saying like, uh, those, those stars and stripes don't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about a blonde haired, blue eyed white boy. And you have a shield, yeah. And you have a shield. Um, that legacy for him is that this serum was forced upon him mm-hmm. and he's one of many um, test subjects because that's what they were. Let's face it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't Very die. Very much in keeping with like the Tuskegee Airmen. Like, yes. Yes. yes so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that didn't die. Mm-hmm. And he did the exact same thing that Steve did. <laughs> right. He. Yes. Exactly. And he Just was that- punished for it because mm-hmm. he because he wasn't a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white boy. Well, and yes, that's exactly true. And also, I was sitting there listening to his story about how his, you know, brothers were being held, and he wanted to get. He had to rescue them from their own government. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, as opposed to like, I'm not saying what Steve did was easy, but definitely in the first Avenger, it was a world of very clear lines, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely clear. Then when he woke up in Winter Soldier, you know, he says, you know, he, he slept for a while. And when he came back, the world was yeah. a bit different place. Yeah. And, um, and he was, I, he was navigating that, mm-hmm. but certainly wasn't, you know, didn't like it. Didn't like what Fury was doing. Didn't like the helicarriers, all this stuff. Yeah. And it was a gray area and he, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and not, and not for him, but the world had become gray as opposed to having straight lines, you know, the, the, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and Isaiah's experience the whole time was one where he couldn't trust anyone and was victimized by the very people that were, that, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. should have been helping him. And in mm-hmm. Steve's case, we're helping him and supporting him. Right. Yes. They undermined Steve by like not trusting him, but in Isaiah's case, they were actively trying to kill people, you know, the people, mm-hmm. his, his brothers in arms. Yeah. So of course, 
performing the same actions in a different context just highlights how very different this black man's experience was. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't erode what Steve did. It should highlight how, how hard it is. And then obviously what they want us to do, I think on two levels with this show is understand why Sam gave up the shield and Bucky voices later that he gets it now mm-hmm. because it's a very different situation for him. You know, it shouldn't be, but it is. And then, and that's in the context of the show. And then we know in the real world, when, at the end of Endgame, one of the talking points between many, many people was that a bunch of people were just upset in real life that a black man was going to be Captain America. And so what do you expect this series to do other than to make anyone who's willing to devote more than a couple brain cells to watching it face that ugly truth absolutely and then and then at the end of it if you can't see that sam is deserving but how difficult it would be you know gtfo yeah yeah <laughs> so, no, anyway. abs- no absolutely absolutely i and i think that you you nailed it right on the head there is that um people people were so up in arms people in real life were so up in arms um, about a fictional character who, who, by the way, just for the record, mm-hmm. had already been Captain America. <laughs> yeah, true, true, yeah. There, there was yeah. a whole comic book series run of him being yeah. Captain America. Right. As a black man, taking up that shield and being a positive role model and influence to children all yep. across the world, okay? And there were people after that movie that were so freaked out by it that they made it a focal point of a series. Yeah. Um, I, I don't put a lot of forethought or afterthought for that matter into into TV that I watch this being really the only exception because of how near, how near and dear it is to us. Well, Um, yes. And and also this is, this is screaming for people to think about. This is a think piece. This is a think piece. And also because of what is happening in our world right now. Right. Exactly. Um, and I'm, I'm, again, because I'm the whitest person ever white, I'm not here to get on a soapbox. Um, mostly because I don't think that I have a right to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fair of me to say that and to say that I don't, I, you know, that I support Black lives and I don't support racism. And if you're a disgusting human being, you can get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm not the, but I'm not the person to stand up and make a speech about it. I'm the person to support the person making the speech about it. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, hand someone the mic. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. gonna hand the mic to someone because I am. No, okay, because it's not my place. Right. Um. So I guess if to anything, since we don't have that opportunity with this tiny little 
platform that we have. Yeah. I would say, I would ask that if anyone's endured this long listening to us and hasn't really analyzed, you know, to go back and maybe think about it from a different angle, because there's something to be learned here. There's something to be learned. Yeah. And, and, and I want to say this too, because I, I think this is an interesting parallel um, throughout this series is that you had in, in the forties, you had Steve and the Howling Commandos that were made up of white men and Irishmen and Japanese men and, and black men and French and, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you get winter soldier, Steve with Sam, mm-hmm. who's a black man. Okay. I'm not discounting Natasha or anyone else, but this is my focus right now. And then you get John Walker and his, and his best friend, Mm -hmm. but John Walker, a white man and his, his second in command is a black man. Right. Because Sam Wilson didn't think that he was worthy because Rhodey wasn't enough of a role model for him because there hasn't been enough representation Mm -hmm. because Sam didn't want to take on that responsibility. Whatever his reasonings are, they're there. But when Bucky says, when Steve told me what he planned to do, we never, we never thought that this would happen. We never, no. we never anticipated well, how difficult it would be for a black man to pick right. up the shield. You, you see the transition to a black man becoming a leader mm-hmm. and a white man taking that secondary, that secondary leadership role. Right. And which I is think, yeah, some compelling shit. To watch so in what, this whole series. Movies? I'm sitting here thinking, what? well, yes, and not one of them had a black lead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Not, not so, one of them. Yeah. I mean, if, so let's have a whole series to try to make people understand something that should have never been a freaking issue in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it is an issue because it, the world's made it an issue. Don't get me wrong. Um, okay. Uh, that was very heavy. So let me say something stupid. Let's see. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, what I did like was that oh, I, I, it's now time for the montage. Oh, yes. Let's talk about a good montage, please. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. God. I miss them. I, I know they get mocked, but they were fun you know you're the best around right (laughs) (laughs) so this was way better music though um but yeah so sam comes home basically now he's gonna fix his own personal family legacy he's gonna secure that he's Mm -hmm. you know and as taurus says there's nothing to do till there's something to do right okay right so you know pick your moment pick your Mm -hmm. you know be -hmm. ready so he goes home to fix things on the home front. Thank goodness. I know we were wanting this to get, you know, to get in line. Mm-hmm. I I love that Bucky shows up there and they're clearly 
I know they still had that little verbal sparring stuff, but they're clearly on board with each other now. Yeah. Um, I like when uh, he's. <laughs> I don't know how they're ever gonna work out the fact that Bucky's really strong and Sam's, you know, strength is different. But like, <laughs> so Sam's like struggling with the side of the boat, and Bucky just comes and like rips off the whole thing he's been like working at for five minutes. Right, right. Long. You know what that piece of that yeah. was funny. Um, uh, I am a hundred percent here for Bucky flirting with Sarah and making Sam uncomfortable all the time. That is wonderful. I am a hundred percent here for that. Just for the sheer fact of making Sam uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> just, just for that uh, fact alone. See, yeah. Like, yeah. That woman, he's a kid. like, hi, I'm Bucky's like, Hey, <laughs> yeah, honey. I freak out too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also would be like, yeah. So that was nice. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's the sad thing about montages that you can enjoy them, but then you can't really talk about them because because there's, there's not a lot to them. Um, oh. I, w- I want to say, okay. So, <laughs> so, so the first, the first of two montages, thank you very much. Yes. Marvel. Thank you very much, Marvel. Um, <laughs> is over. Bucky has stayed at their house. Bucky still right. wears his dog tads. I uh, I didn't notice that. What I did notice is that he sleeps. He didn't sleep on the floor. He slept on the couch. I know. We, it's not a bed yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting somewhere. There. We're getting somewhere. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, I noticed that he sleeps with his dog tags and they're all bent up and um, kind of. Do you think they're his dog tags or do you think they're Steve's dog tags? Look, I cried enough today. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> do I think that they're one of each? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Actually, I don't think they are. I think they're his because I think he knows the importance of a soldier wearing his dog tags. See, I wasn't sure he still had his dog tags. That's the thing. It's like, would he have to go? request them you know what i mean i'm sure that they were thrown away by hydra at some point yeah okay well you can contemplate that later um and let me know (laughs) sorry oh dear okay so let me just talk for a moment while asha composes herself um so oh i'm sorry honey i liked how he was asleep in the bed and you could hear the kids the you know the nephews talking and playing and they're getting ready to play with the shield but it reminded me of the the end credit scene of Black Panther when it's Bucky in the hut and the kids are like waking him up you know it was so sweet mm-hmm. and, I thought, and and also it wasn't just for that little parallel of peace because that was the first time we saw him in any sort of peace and I yeah. think they're trying to make a parallel there it's the boys still they're not terrified of the shield it it isn't ruined you know the innocence yeah. and there's hope and there's the children yeah the children are still there with the shield even the moment later in when the nephew's tracing the star mm-hmm. like there's hope there this yeah. is yes and the other thing too i think is it's interesting is they're not scared of this white dude sleeping on their couch that's with nice a metal, too. with yes. a metal arm you know what i mean right no yeah and he's not hiding it all the time yeah he's no longer hiding it all the time he's no longer hiding it all the time yeah um okay so other things let's see uh that, oh, when oh. He, he's oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just was gonna say we we get a, a incredible fitness montage. 
Oh, God bless. From <laughs> Samuel <laughs> Wilson. That was a parkour. <laughs> <laughs> But there were so many times, there were so many times that I was, I was having this moment where I kept like rewinding and going, is that the stunt double? Yeah, because we know his stunt double retired after the series finished filming. So I was like, is that his stunt double? Or is that Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans taught him how to flip? Because we know Chris Evans knows how to do it. Yeah. No, Anthony Mackie's uh, stunt double retired after the series. Just like he's done. He's done all the movies with him and stuff. But he's oh yeah, he's now retired. Yeah, he's like fifty something or yeah. He's oh goodness. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, the sidebar just made me think about that when Daniel Radcliffe's uh, stunt double got hurt. Oh God, yes. And it was like a forty-year-old man, and you know, he's been stunt double the whole time. He's like a quadriplegic now or something. Yeah, and paraplegic. He's his best friend too. Like they were best friends, even though there was like they were so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Terrible. Um, Anyway, sidebar. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, was that was a sad sidebar. Yeah. Um. So uh, anyway, um, other things that we said we thought we understood about the character and last week we were talking about the shield and Bucky just makes it canon now Yeah, he was concerned about the shield because it, he feels like it's the only thing he, the only piece of family he has left hello thank you hello <laughs> hello we do, yes we yeah the, the fandom has analyzed James Buchanan and Barnes correctly and by the fandom yeah. she means she and I <laughs> yes i don't yeah so sure sure, sure yes we are um, the we are the people holding this shit together <laughs> i'm gonna cough up a lung okay uh <laughs> you know i stayed away from covid religiously for a year but the pollen is gonna take me down girl i'm telling you what <laughs> oh. sidebar uh, did okay, i tell um, you sidebar mm-hmm. Did I tell oh. you that I have a friend that loves me so much that she bought me an air purifier because mine died and I have never been better? Really? Yes. I knew you weren't like, you know, doing Get, the, get yourself an air purifier. Thing. You know how big my house is. I would need like. Just take it <laughs> room to room with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. Maybe someone could strap it on my back, like you know, yes. like the rocketeer yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding oh, though. God. I'm not kidding though. Huh? I'm I'm serious. No, I mean you are. You sound way better. I never thought about it. Uh, yeah. So okay. okay. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I did buy myself an air purifier four years ago for Christmas. Yeah. Haven't had it on once. My then, you know, fourteen-year-old took it to his room. Sure, and he's he breathes so great, doesn't he? Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's doing he was well. a linebacker, so yeah, yeah, he's got no oxygen problems. Uh, everything's working well for him, right? Um, okay. Other things that are said, I think we should maybe yes, cut. let's touch on. Saying, mm-hmm. Steve is gone. Okay, great. That okay, is great. so ambiguous. Yes, Th- that is but, so ambiguous, but in a definite way, right. It's ambiguous in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I, I saw there's a lot of talk that um, the internet, I'm just putting <laughs> that out there as a, as a whole. That seems thing that to, Al Gore invented? Okay. Yes, sure. yes. Seems to think that um, 
Steve Rogers could make an appearance in the last episode. Really? The internet is not going to be rewarded with an appearance by Steve Rogers in the last episode. The internet is going to be so disappointed. <laughs> There's no... I mean, just so wholly I, I, disappointed. Remember a year ago when we made, that no, was a year and a half ago, we made some sort of bet and I lost it. And it was, and the bet was, I couldn't watch the winner's older for a whole year if I lost the bet. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And Which you, you also did not do. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you took pity on me, but we all started having to stay home. <laughs> like, it's a cinematic over. masterpiece. Okay. I can't deny yeah, you so, that. I tell you right now, if Chris Evans shows up in the, in any fashion, other than a photograph, like at a memorial or something, mm-hmm. in this show, I will religiously diet for a whole year. I promise you. I, I don't. I am that serious that he's not going to show up. All right, folks, you heard it here first. <laughs> if anyone knows me, like that's a. I mean, I'm not like Jabba Hutian or anything, but I mean, no, like, not at all. I just, not at you all. Know, I just don't want to, I don't want to eat kale and shit, but here's I the, will Here's do the it. deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all both listeners are like, why do I give a shit what she eats? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All, all two and a half of our listeners are like, what the fuck are they talking about? This is um, a podcast. No one yeah. can tell if what I was, eat. What was our bet, by the way? Oh God, I'm gonna have to go back and look. I, I, cause I just saw it like on time hop or whatever it is on Facebook. You have to go back and look. Cause I, you know, I don't remember. So it was, um, this Swiss cheese brain. Um, (laughs) that is your quantum leap reference for the episode and you made it. Ooh, well, I'm very proud of myself. Um, (laughs) too many traumatic brain injuries for myself to remember anything. Um, (laughs) that's not funny. (laughs) That's my serial killer reference. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. If they don't end the last episode with Sam and Bucky doing their weird banter, mm-hmm. I will give up soda for a month. <gasps> oh my goodness. And I just a bought four is- and I just bought four cases of watermelon Mountain Dew. So you better drink that fast just in case. <laughs> I got a week to get through it. That's no problem. That's easy. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm realizing right now it, you're so much wiser than me because a month was far more doable than the year I just throw out there for myself. Well, <sighs> oh, well, think of all the money I will save. Although like the greasy spoon in town would be like, what happened to that girl that comes in every Wednesday night? <laughs> By that I mean come to the curbside. I don't go in anywhere. Right. But, right. Uh, oh, but, um, uh, we got it. Sorry. One more. I'm sorry. This is one. Yeah. More go time. ahead. Go ahead. So, our, <laughs> speaking of, I live in the middle of nowhere, like in a seven thousand person town. But for some reason, God bless them, someone decided they needed to come here and put in a sushi and hibachi truck. We don't have any food trucks at all, Praise but they Jesus. bought this, brought this here. Sure. Yeah. And um. And hibachi is like my favorite thing. Um, so, and um, I've ordered it so many times now. <laughs> Last night when we picked it up, because I called ahead to get it, they gave us like free, like a random bag full of mismatched soda cans and stuff. And, 
and they made egg rolls. They don't even have egg rolls on the menu. That's not the right genre of food. But, but I'm like, this is for this is for you, lady. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, this is for me. Thank you. Like, yes, yes, yes. See you tomorrow. <laughs> no, you're gonna see me tomorrow. I don't come every day, do I? I might have lately. <laughs> Wait, but yeah. So Wait, have so I come every day? <laughs> it's just sad when somebody knows you that well. I'm like, oh, where, where have you been? Okay, I haven't seen you in three or four days. So. Right, right. Why did I even? I wish you edited this movie, this thing, so you could take that out. Okay. Well, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> okay, so Steve is gone, and I think that that works in so many ways because. <clears throat> curse you pollen um i think it works because they they want to do stuff with him later mm-hmm. it doesn't make them define anything within the show mm-hmm. but i also think they can't do it because as you've been saying since we started this series the writers and the directors the mcu doesn't really know where what's up with steve because yeah. they don't agree so saying yeah. dawn is the safest thing mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I don't know. Okay, uh, but I think I think it's I think it's important that there's that recognition. Finally, there's a finality to it. There's a finality to it, <laughs> especially from in, in between Steve or Sam and Bucky, right? You know, mm-hmm. and and I think even more importantly for Sam to look at Bucky and be like, "But he's gone," right? Let go. Like, yeah, yeah at some point you got to let go. At some point you got to just move on. Right. Um, and so during the same conversation, this is when bookending the series, we, we start with the, with the counselor saying, the therapist, excuse me, saying you got to let somebody in, you got to trust somebody. Yeah, yeah. And then we see the proof of this, the evidence, you know, that Sam, Sam Point Blank asks, asks him about the nightmares and Bucky's like, I have them all the time. Yeah. So he has finally let someone in. He is trusting him. Mm-hmm. And we hear it verbally. And then we see it later as he's walking away. Again, his arm is out. He's not wearing a glove and he's wearing short sleeves. He's, yep. you know, yeah. not just Sam. He's letting the world in. The, the world see who him. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the distinction um, too of when he says, I have him all the time, which tells me that I'm still not me, that the winter mm-hmm. soldier is still a part of me. Right that means and, that he knows there's a distinction there's a difference between who he is and who he right. was programmed to be right which and i don't think he ever really believed right. that yeah no no exactly and i mean he's still learning to trust himself and i think that's why it's such a big deal to him when others don't trust him like to feel so betrayed when i when i uh, disengages his arm yeah yeah i mean he doesn't express that but that's the look on his face is like shock and also oh my god and and also and I fucked up in betrayal oh God, you didn't yeah trust. yeah yeah um and I also you know we talked about how that that might have more to do with what could have also have a lot to do with weaponry but whatever right right right. Yeah. but it just underscores how he still doesn't trust himself and and he thinks that that's in there and that's why he has the nightmares but I think that over time you know he's gonna as more people trust him and he lets more people in he will start to realize that that you know art the tragedies that befall a person mm-hmm. the things that happen to them are not them right they might right. they might shape us but they don't define us you know yes and so he needs to come to realize that 
Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, I thought Sam's advice was really great. Like, you know, you were avenging mm -hmm. and, um, and you really need to be of service. And of course, that means he's going to go talk to, Yuri. I can't remember his name, the, you know, the gentleman from the first episode Yeah. with the son that he, you know. Yuri, knew. Yuri. Yuri, thank you. I don't know I can remember that. Thank you. Yeah. My heart broke. I started crying again. I was like, oh, of God. course you did, you softy. <laughs> I mean, I just, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love how soft you are. Whereas, like, my my mantra to you all the time is like, when I'm going to go, uh, when we hang up or something, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go cleanse the husk. With, you know, whatever yeah, I mean. take, a shower. <laughs> take a shower. Okay, I'll see you later. Um, let's see. Um, I think uh, so now we're at the end of the series and we needed to hear or see and we've been seeing it all mm -hmm. but to, we've been watching Sam take these steps towards being on par with the outlook the ideologies whatever that Steve had mm -hmm. and I'm not saying he needs to that sounds like I'm saying he needs to rise up that's not it these are two men on two different journeys yes but but he wasn't believing in himself and for for very justifiable reasons you know and other things yeah. but, but he finally says something here that sets him apart from isaiah's very under, understandable stance and, and and but then he says something that i think are words that exemplify what steve did mm -hmm. and that that was what would be the point of all the pain and sacrifice if i wasn't willing to stand up and keep fighting yeah i mean if that isn't that that's a very beautiful way to say i can do this all day yeah yeah and then you know and if, and i'm thinking that's evocative of like steve standing up at the end of end game and that beautiful shot where he's facing off mm -hmm. you know he's limping he has no chance of winning he's fighting the world's largest sorry the largest army ever in existence yeah but he's gonna stand up he's gonna go out fighting and so i thought that was amazing yeah um, yeah <laughs> so on that my, my net literally my next note is batrock is a four higher mercenary fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair that tracks <laughs> that totally tracks uh, yeah yeah um the so. the whole idea that um batrock's like end goal is to kill the falcon doesn't sit well with me in the fact that it, it just doesn't make sense it's a very thin reasoning yeah, for him to yeah. be involved yeah it's very it's very weak ground that he's on yeah it, it's it's weak sauce and if that's not if that's not it, it's either poor creative on the writing side Mm -hmm. which I don't think is probably what's happening. I think it's more of, he's not telling these guys why he's really involved. Right. Right. But it could be, it could be, it could be simply that that's all the more they're doing with it. Cause they need to put him at both ends of it. Sure. But I, I want to believe that it's slightly more evolved than I didn't, than he, you know, yeah. He bested me. me. Yeah. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, you know the sheer volume of supporters that Carly has now is terrifying. That is yes. just yeah, it's absolutely yeah. It's all like they were 
just awakened sleeper cells. Ugh. Oh yeah, no. Anyway, and then anyway, um, I did like that uh, the things. Okay, so I mean, I we okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Go ahead. The um, I don't know. I wasn't. Just the clinical, cynical, uh, both things with the whole patch act and that committee mm-hmm. that they're there to take out. First of all, it really looked like the room that, of the government officials, like all the world leaders when Dr. Evil says he wants to take, he's going to blow you. up for a million dollars. I was just waiting for <laughs> one million dollars. Sir. Sir. Yeah. A million dollars is not much money. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I wasn't impressed, but I thought, yeah, that'd be how they are. Like one guy's like, well, what's, what's sufficient resources? They can't stay here. They just want to check off the list and be done with this stuff. And these are, you know, and I know that that's so real, you know, that's such a real thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the sad thing with like governments in general are just working on such a large scale that it's hard to, I imagine that it's hard to affect anything positive because you're dealing with real individual people who all have individual needs and concerns and if you're dealing in mass it's really hard to do that and it's all you know i get i get it but you know government really ought to be a career of passion mm-hmm. you know and and fortunately it's not like teachers which are obviously getting driven out too but i just like don't just check off the box you got to do it right if you're going to do it um right Anyway, my other, t- so, uh, I just, yeah. Um, yeah. So Torres has the wings, the original wings. Yes. And I have been told, even though this wasn't our purpose here, that in the comics, Torres becomes Falcon at one point. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, well, okay, they, like, that was either an Easter egg or a setup, but, you know, whatever it was, that was cute. Yeah. I still don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm probably supposed to at this point. I guess it's just that weird thing in the first episode where he's trying to look for the, mm-hmm. you know, Pokemon. Yeah. You know, thing <laughs> of it has, it's really lucky. It's what it looked like. I know. Yeah. Just, that's not what it was. But, you know, and he, I just looked like he was trying to take pictures of Red Wing. Yeah. And I and I haven't trusted him since, but he's probably perfectly fine. Um. So. We we did not mention one very important thing that they ended with, but that showed up for the first time when Bucky comes back and helps with the boat. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready when you are. Um, I, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I'm ready when you are. Like, uh, what? It, so the wings. Um. Yes, I I. I think I trust Torres, first of all. You're, yes, this is why you're married and I'm very, very single. <laughs> <laughs> I am available if you'd like an embittered. <laughs> She's a real catch um, for all two and a half of you. Um, or three and two thirds of you. I don't know how many there Who's are. That? I don't know. It's, it's like three and two thirds. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Um, uh, I I trust Torres. 
but I wouldn't be shocked if he showed up to the fight in a suit trying to help and mm. ends up getting himself hurt. Oh, that's true. Like, he, you like, know what he I mean? tapes the wings or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, soldering gun in his basement, you know, like... <laughs> Duct tape and bailing twine. He's in yeah, you know, yeah, he okay. MacGyver's the shit out of it, and he's like, I could shoot a rubber band gun. Pew pew. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, um, well, that wouldn't I, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, honestly, and I just want to say, we didn't really even touch on this, but the Flag Smashers, when they were going to kill Captain America, mm-hmm. you know, John Walker. Yeah, but you know, they didn't kill John. They wanted they wanted to kill Captain America. They subdued his partner and left him elsewhere so he would be away. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't so much. I think I'm sure it would it would complicate matters if he was there. But they knew there right. was no chance that he was going to be a problem. That was keeping him safe. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was their primary motivation, but it was probably a secondary part of it. Like yeah. they really only wanted to take out the symbol. Yeah. They didn't want to take out Falcon. I mean, they even point, she even points blank says that that wouldn't do anything for her. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to take out Battlestar or yeah. Snoot or whatever his name was. <laughs> poor poor Battle Snoot. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot to mention that. Shit. Okay. Oh, so jumping back. Let's talk about that. Okay. So mm, speaking of narratives that you're comfortable with. Okay, the show is called Truth, and he straight up lies to Hoskins' parents. They point blank ask. Yeah. So he's the man that killed my boy? Yes. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But, you know, and then he just accepts all their sadness and their truth, their their, their hugs and their sympathy. Mm -hmm. Gross. You horrible, horrible man. Yeah. Oh. And and did you get, did you get the impression that I'm a, I think we're supposed to assume that it's Hoskins' sister. Right. I, I, sister or longtime girlfriend. I wasn't really sure. Sister, longtime girlfriend, something. But whether it's it's her dealing with her grief, but she looks at John Walker as if she can see right through him. Yeah. No, that's a girl who knows when somebody's lying. Yeah. I think if yeah. I mean, maybe she was, maybe that's just the actress's take on it, but it sure. It looked like she didn't. She didn't believe that boy for nothing. Yeah, and, and, when, and I don't. And I, yeah, I just. And something mm. that's that struck me in that interaction. I'm so glad that you remembered this and brought this back up because, yeah, um, again, Swiss cheese brain. When his mother, when Hoskins' mother says it was such a privilege for him to serve next to you, or by your side, or however it is that she phrases it. Uh huh. Um, and and you're supposed to take that as like what a kind thing to say and she's saying that because she's assuming that john walker is also hurting mm-hmm. you know like that's how that's how it's supposed to be meant and what i took away from that is that because john walker's response is because she's talking about it in the realm of captain america mm-hmm, right he's not talking about their previous tours she's talking mm-hmm. about it in that in that aspect right and he and he says it was mine too and i heard that as yeah it was his honor to be captain america not to have him next to him not to have his best friend by his side 
Yeah, but the the mm-hmm. way that he said it and the look on his face was it was my honor and it was stripped from me. Like he gets this whole and then that's and then when he when he turns back and he says, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. I, I hope mm-hmm. you know that whatever those last lines are and that sister or that girlfriend or whoever she is, when she looks mm-hmm. at him mm-hmm. and it's like, she's looking right fucking through him after right. he no, says that. And I don't know if she that's, was- that's me reading too much into it. Well, you know, she's definitely angry and I feel like angry at him and whether it's mistrust or how did you let this happen? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was definitely not the sorrow. She wasn't, ex- she wasn't at the same stage of grief as her parents. That's for sure. Right. Or right. his parents, I should say. Yeah. Uh, they were. Yeah. So basically that was just more in keeping with his personality that we talked about where he has to, you know, mm-hmm. but now he's doubling down. Mm-hmm. I, he's definitely, I think he's probably to the point where he believes his lie. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm um okay and then yeah so the wings god bless okay (laughs) yeah okay all right Um, so that that was exciting yes uh when it first showed up because as soon as the big old suitcase showed up Mm -hmm. i have to tell you honestly that when he first set it down when bucky first set it down i thought is that the case that steve took all the stones back to you (laughs) because it's like what are you doing? And then, and, and then, bear in mind, I watched this at three in the morning. Right, know, of course. Like, so um, then, then I, then it t- about ten seconds later, I'm like, oh, oh my god, wings, wings, wings! I'm so excited. So at the end, <laughs> I'm watching this with my son because I'm mother of the year, and my son was up at three thirty in the morning on a school night. Um, so yeah. Baby, you're not going to see those till next week. There's a big reveal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you and I talked about this a little bit before we started, but what do you think they're going to look like? Oh, um, I think they're going to be, um, God, I hope, I hope this is what I said before we started recording. <laughs> well, you can teach so me. Yeah, but I think they're going to be a very Wakandan stylized version of the Falcon Captain America suit. I think that um, makes sense. I think it's going to be very, it, and, and I say that in the terms of, I'm thinking of the Black Panther suit. It's all sleek mm-hmm. lines. It's all, you know, like one piece mm-hmm. looking sort of situation. Whereas we know mm-hmm. Steve's Captain America suit is two pieces mm-hmm. or, or can be made into two pieces, you know, cause we've seen him with like just the pants and like mm-hmm. an undershirt, you know, um, I, um, I would not be surprised if there isn't some built-in badass Wakandan technology that's going to give him wings. <laughs> you, do, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah yeah or or again even thinking that case is is a little bit bulky that there isn't some pack on there because his wings do extend Mm -hmm. and then they fold back into that small pack right in his original in his original suit so Mm -hmm. you know i wouldn't be surprised if there isn't some sort of you know pack on him but i do think it's going to be sleek 
way more stylized. And I, and I do think, because I think whether or not they're ever going to discuss it, and because this is, of course, what you and I have talked about, Bucky believes in Sam. Right. And he believes in Captain America. Yeah. And I, and I know that I've harped a lot on the, on about it's the person versus the title. Right. Sam but, says in the beginning, these symbols and, are nothing without the people behind them. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I think for a person who deserves the title, Mm-hmm. you know what I mean uh mm-hmm. Bucky believes in both you know he, right he believes mm-hmm. in the in the good in, in both Sam Wilson and the good in Captain America so I do think it's going to be some sort of red white and blue right and I and that, I agree I believe it's going to be a, a a theme that would go with the shield mm-hmm. and that just speaks as a complete validation that you know Bucky's because he because he would have basically custom ordered these for yeah. lack of a better word mm-hmm. and with the full belief that I know you're going to take that shield and I know you're going to use it yeah so here you might as well coordinate yeah and wear something better than that horrific suit pimp suit so. right right and I think <laughs> and I think the thing and which the, was and not a pimp suit was not a pimp suit it was a very mm-hmm. slick suit actually um mm-hmm. I had some serious hots for Anthony Mackie in that suit. I have serious hots for him anyway, even when he's dressed like a dad, but, um, which is 90, <laughs> 90% of the series with his jeans and his tennis He can shoes. also wear the heck of, out of a sweater. But yeah. He really can. Um, nice pullover. It's fine. Um, I have to, I have to imagine. And again, I think this is something inferred that we're not going to find out about is that mm-hmm. Bucky went to, the Wakandans went to Shuri, went to someone and said, make this man a suit. Well, I mean, that's what he was asking Io to do is being like, I'm going to ask you a favor, right? Don't you think? Yeah, I think, but I think what it comes down to is that he said, I might have another favor for you. Uh, and, and, okay, it's, and, the, and it's, and it's that I'm going to need that suit. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that totally makes sense because it was as, as a yeah, as opposed to I'm going to need you to construct a suit in X amount of time because <laughs> yeah, realistically, you know, they're not apart for what we understand is very long. It didn't seem long. Maybe yeah. a couple weeks at most. Yeah, no, I would. Which I would I'm, which I'm sure I have every faith that Shuri could put that together. Yeah, I really you know? don't know how quickly they turn that stuff out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I have every faith that she could do it, but there's something in me that says that Bucky went to them and said he's going to be the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I would agree. So I had one more thing about this show, and then one thing I think we need to click. I will. I would like to address some stuff that was said wrongly by other outlets and because okay. i've heard it a million times now all right i'll do, do that it. part first okay someone when people were talking about you know blood on the shield and how steve never had you know steve had blood on the shield too blah 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 except it was usually like alien dog blood or whatever oh and mm-hmm. i was sort of like sure 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 it wasn't he didn't use i mean not that it would have mattered but he had those weird little the two shield things mm-hmm. that that's what he had i mean yeah that, what, i don't know he had those wakandan like arm shields 
Yeah. The world's most dangerous oven mitts. Yes. So. (laughs) Sharpest oven mitts in history. Uh, so, so not that it matters at the end of the day, storytelling wise, but just, I don't believe the shield ever had blood on it that we saw. And even when it was alien dog blood, it was the, the Wakandan things. Right. So, uh, but the thing we have not talked about, and again, I just want to say that when we talked about this in our, I went back and listened to our debut podcast, uh, today because, oh, why it was you do that? Well, it was very slow at work. And I was just thinking, let me book in this and see if we, because I knew we made some theories in it. Uh We talked about things Mm -hmm. and we're talking about things that were inferred. Okay. And this story, this, this episode canonized something that we felt was inferred. And that was that Steve definitely had a conversation with Bucky before he went back, Mm -hmm. you know, and told him what he was going to do. Yeah. You know, go back in time and give Sam the shield. And that's why he was, Bucky was not surprised. You should have seen me on my couch. <laughs> I popped up like a meerkat. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> well, let's just, I, I stood up and I'm pretty sure everyone in the house woke up. All the cats were awake. The poor rabbits scared to death. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> Like Mr. Oh God, I'm like Mr. Dursley. Justice indication. <laughs> yeah, I was right. So everyone who was saying Steve was an asshole and he abandoned mm-hmm. Bucky and how could he do that? And he, you know, he went back and he didn't tell Bucky what he's doing. Yeah. And I was like, if you think that, you don't know Steve Rogers. Fuck you. That's what I say. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, on Vivois. Yeah, we'll see. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll see. We saw. Yeah. And I knew it, and I knew it, and I've been God, two years, two years that people have been mad at him for nothing. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. You have to know Steve Rogers, and you know he would never do that. Yeah. He would never do that. He didn't spend all that time trying to save his best friend to just be like, laters. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, bro. Have fun. <laughs> so now i gotta go give me some you know gotta go yeah, get it wet little, see you later something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta dance to get to yeah been putting uh, this off for 90 years <laughs> yeah that was that day. was a beautiful moment of vindication for I me that like, i i literally God. was like i was like oh this is what she wants to talk about <laughs> Yes, it was. It is, you know, and I've I put it. I've, I've been holding on to this conversation for fifteen hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean you dared to sleep and have a life? <laughs> I, can't, I can't stay up and wait for the show to drop at midnight anymore. I I apologize. I just can't do it. Hey, I took some Benadryl and went to bed at nine. You need to get on the program. Look, I have to go to bed early tonight. Let's not try to tell me what to do, okay? I never would, baby. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again. What other wrongs are we writing today on this podcast? Who else dared 
to say some things that have been proven wrong now. Well, Call them out. They don't listen to us. <laughs> Call them out. They don't listen to us. We're nothing. I, I feel so I feel so satisfied with that throwaway line from Bucky that Steve told him. Like I Yeah. I feel really satisfied with that. I feel really satisfied with I actually feel really satisfied with that whole scene. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, I thought it was great. And and we also got a little bit of Sam working at the VA. Yeah. <laughs> like we wanted, you know, like we were like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Filling out the skills. Yeah. I did like when they when they first show back up at the house. Well, it's not really the first show back up. That's not right. But they're the first time when Sam's outside working with Shield and it's the clips that we saw during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how when Sam would throw it it would end up back on Bucky's arm and they were just going back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. And then of course he's in, cause it's a process, you know, yeah. they're both working on this together. And I thought that was nice symbolically. And then when he goes out to, and does his giant training montage, you know, tumbling yes. routine, yes. then he, um, and then he's getting it to come to himself. And I was like, but this is fantastic. I just love this. This is great. Watching it change. Mm-hmm. I can't think of, anything about this episode i would change in other ones i think i feel like this one was probably what they intended it to be from the beginning it probably wasn't impacted by that stupid storyline they had to remove with the Mm -hmm. infection Mm -hmm. i'm uh because this felt really solid yeah i feel sadly like they hit their stride with this yeah second to last episode god damn it (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but I'll, I'm still I, ready to see our guys in their, in their next iteration. I'm for that. Yes, know? yeah, I'm all for that. And um, I'll be really interested to, after the final episode, uh, go back and watch the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> very linear, in a linear fashion, mm-hmm. you know, um, and take a day to do it and see how it flows that way as opposed to this, you know, cause we live in a, in a very like, you know, immediate binge watching society. All right. I'll, no, I, I talked to a lady at work today that's totally into this, but she didn't want to watch it until it was all available at once. Sure. I'm like, well, that's fine. Yeah. Which but I mean, that's fair. For. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's totally fair, but I'm curious to see how once it's all done playing out, how it flows all together you know right. what i mean no, me too i uh my early predictions will be that it will continue to drag in the middle there when you know that well so, you mean episodes two through four i'm very <laughs> i just mean the middle of one episode where it's just the the the, the episode where it has the funeral for mama Donya and it's just mm-hmm. so much stuff is not right you know you yeah. can tell it's just very oh well you know yeah yeah okay it's like i'm sure it was perfect and really beautiful first you know in the intent in the first time but you know contents may have shifted during flight so they just uh once you i don't know like after you've had a baby things don't look quite the same i figure it's like you know they've, they've moved shifts they've moved some stuff around it's just not 
how it wanted it to be. That analogy made sense in my head, but not when it came out of my mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, predictions for the final episode. Um, honestly, <laughs> I. I, I'm actually really worried that um, Walker's going to get made out to be a martyr. Um, I, you know, that, that, you know, honestly, that's always very possible. And it, I, based on the end credit scene, looks like he's trying to make himself into a different shield carrying person. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There will um, definitely be just like in you know just like in real life when there will be people that will align with him and his message. Yes. You yes. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I say make him out to be a murderer. Um, because I, I, I think there's a strong possibility that he's going to die in the final episode, and the government will make him a murderer. Oh, that's possible too. Um, to save to save their own face and to right. save the face of this program, et cetera, et cetera, you know, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I feel certain if the government finds out that he's got the serum in him, the public is going to think that he's dead because they're just going to take him. Right. You know, I mean, I mean maybe, I they, maybe, maybe they wouldn't because that perhaps makes seems similar to Isaiah and we're not trying to do that and mm-hmm. they want to highlight that you know people are treated differently mm-hmm. um, based on factors that have nothing to do with their character right. um, but I uh, but I I um, what I think since I don't know whether they're going to have this the government become aware of his serum it's hard for me to imagine what the outcome for him is going to be and I think that that would be a major factor if he was smart he would do what he's doing i mean i'm not i'm saying that's the most brilliant thing ever but mm-hmm. thinking about what he needs as a, a character which is like that valid praise validation feeding into like the, you know create some sort of image similar to captain america's which i, I know he does in the comics mm-hmm. so it looks like that and that's also what they're doing and i know we're not supposed to talk about the comics but they've shown us that that's what he's going to do Right. Get a following, get people that are praising him um, and keep it on the download that he has that serum, mm-hmm. you know, don't mm-hmm. just not that just let people think he's just that athletic and just that perfect. Yeah. You know, don't don't go all out. Don't make it obvious. Don't throw people through pillars, you know, <laughs> you know. But do you think he can do that? No, I don't. I think, I yeah. think, I think the moment, the moment, I think he could do that for a while until the moment came where he would be in any way uh, embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, or, mm-hmm. or something's happened, he'll, he'll do it. But I mean, but I yeah. think that his intent would be to not advertise that and just make it seem like that's his natural gifts. Right. But yeah. I, I, I definitely think, whatever. yeah, I, I definitely think that we're going to get a glimpse of <clears throat> the U S agent which is mm. what we know from comic lore that that's who he becomes. Um, mm. I think 
I think this episode did a lot of really good foreshadowing um, as to how well Sam and Bucky work together when they're working towards a common goal. Right. And I, so I think the last episode, the common goal will be to take down Carly and the Flag Smashers. I think so too. And I'm wondering how they're going to handle that because he has been supportive of her, mm -hmm. but not her methods all this time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I tend to think, you know, he's really got two people he's got to deal with right now. And, and one of them is going to go out bloody. Mm -hmm. I would, you know what I mean? And it would seem like John Walker's set up to go out bloody and he could help Carly redeem herself. But, and if it wasn't until I saw her creepy ass smile, I would have thought, okay, that's probably the way we're going to go. You know, because yeah. Zemo's been right about everything but Bucky so far. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I absolutely agree with where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, I think ultimately Walker's going to walk away mm. and Carly's going to be oh, the yeah. one dead at the end of the episode. I think dead, so too, dead or you know, captured, I should say. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it's entirely possible that they could do the kind of thing where Sam's got her, I mean, Sam and Bucky have got yeah they've won in some they've fashion won, but she's a kid and yeah and they're going yeah. off and then john walker comes and finishes the deal with her and absolutely gets because he knows the truth that so. she's the one that killed hoskins right so i mean Whether, whatever his narrative thing. is yeah 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 no i yeah i, so, absolutely I don't know agree. i mean and that might be too pat an answer but that seems to me like that might be mm -hmm. really plausible yeah um i I, I, I feel like there's a minimal chance we'll see anything more with Sharon Carter in that last episode, unless she's some sort of illusion. And the same thing I said, I might want, I would expect for like an in credit scene, like a moment, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it might, and if she does it, it I think all this, they're done with her. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, um, I think she's serving her purpose. Right. So if they do anything more, it's only going to be set up a future narrative in a few, in a different property. Yeah. I wanted to know about her, but mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to. I, I might. I mean, honestly, it'd be nice if I did. But I'm not but sure. Much like the power broker, if I don't find out anything more, I'm not going to be heartbroken. Right. And, and as far as Isaiah, I feel like they probably took that as far as I want to. He wants his seclusion. Yes. So anything other than that is going to be yeah. He doesn't he doesn't disservice. want anything else exactly. It would be a disservice to his narrative yeah. to try to pull him out or to do anything yeah. other than what he's already stated he wants done. Right. And I think that's completely fair. Yeah. So, uh, um, I am curious about the Contessa. This is this is where Marvel really failed us. Again, <laughs> again, this is where Marvel really failed us um, because she is supposed to be in Black Widow. Black oh, Widow she is. Was, yeah, Black Widow was supposed to come out last year, and then 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out first, and then WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're already supposed to know her. Oh, okay. Or at least to have an idea of her. Um, and okay. so, and I only know that about Black Widow because I, and I don't give a shit for all <laughs> three and two thirds of you that are listening. I care very little about the Black Widow movie. The only part of it that I care about is the fact that we're having a female-led movie. No, yeah. But I have it, zero interest in her backstory because Marvel has never given me any indication that I should be interested. Well, no. No, I, I agree. I mean, they definitely... They, they told they, me all I really thought I wanted. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing I want to know about her backstory is Budapest. Yeah, that's true. That's That's the most intriguing thing about it. And you could tell I, uh, me that in a 10 minute featurette. Right. And you, you know, and you exactly. And that, that's a wonderful idea. And I think we, we, I know we've talked about it before that I, I, I know that most of this is supposed to, some of this is in the nineties, mm-hmm. but most of this is supposed to take place during the gap between civil war and infinity war. And it upsets yeah. me because that's reinventing what we were led to believe. Exactly. Unless it's a very, very short period of time, I guess she could take a break from it for a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. From you know, a, from, from secret, secret adventures. Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but so far I'm just sort of I have my hackles up. Like this isn't what you told me was happening by exactly. what you had on screen. Yeah. So that's fine. And um yeah, but yeah. So I so uh, I don't I don't right now I don't care about the Contessa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I have no theories um, it, again if she ends up being the power broker oh, okay cool if Sharon ends up yeah. being the power broker okay cool mm-hmm. if I get For no some further reason, information no, I continuously think it's the, the real Mandarin or somebody yeah right you know? yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> or, or you know if, or if it's you know Thunderbolt Oh, okay whatever you know what That's i mean like it yeah. could be anyone at this point and it's not gonna phase me like yeah. they'd have no, to yeah. resurrect tony stark from the dead and have him be the <laughs> fucking power broker for me to even like quirk an eyebrow at this point <laughs> do you know what i mean like i care so no. little about that and yeah. only just in this last episode did i really give a shit about the flag smashers no, that's true. They were they were great in in this one. Like I cared about every moment they were on. I didn't care about them. I didn't really care about care them. About what you know, her second in command guy. Now I'm I'm mm-hmm. worried about. He looks very concerned about where things are going. Yeah, he looks very very worried, and I'm 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 here for that 100. Mm-hmm. Um, um. So going forward, do you think that Sam and Bucky are going to be Captain America and the White Wolf? I I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. As much as I like that, but as much as I like that Wakanda calls him that, and I know you and I had some discussions that we won't get into here about what that mm-hmm. might have meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think that for Bucky, White Wolf is probably a very personal endearment yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that that's going to be. A name that comes into play as it were mm-hmm. um do i think that that sam is captain america and and bucky are going to team up i think it's a huge possibility i hope so 
They're just I'm a couple sure. of guys. Yeah, they're just a couple <laughs> of guys. Yeah. Um, also, that was the most dude bro thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, <laughs> when they're like, when they're like we're just a couple guys. of guys that had a mutual friend. You know, yeah, we're just a couple of mutual guys. I had a, or we're just a couple of guys. I had a mutual friend, and now that guy's gone. So we're just a couple of guys. Ever, I'm like, geez, yeah. no homo, just say it. Like, you know, like two guys sitting in a jacuzzi, six feet apart. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, just uh, I was like, I was like, someone on set had to be like, no homo. Um, you know, it was. I, I know I was joking, with it, but you've seen that episode, this, the musical episode of Scrubs, right? Yes. When they sing about guy love, yeah, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah absolutely yeah. i've so, never uh, i've never seen something more outrageously fraternity brothers <laughs> just like nope. then then that scene in that episode it just yeah um and there's nothing it wrong with it I just, it's just the it's very, the very opposite. opposite yes <laughs> well you're probably i my thought was like they they had them come rolling off of the truck together in the field like are you know like wrapped up in each other's arms mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm thinking and marvel you're gonna get mad when people ship these two guys together well that's the problem that gonna- is that marvel's been queer baiting for years right and again i'm not i'm not gonna say the phrase for a third time you know in the last five minutes but then literally in that scene they're like no 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 we're, we're good we're good we're just homies we're just we're, we're bros bro 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 so, no so so super chill i'm gonna walk away like lou ferigna hulk style now down the road and hitch a ride like what the fuck um <laughs> which is also all i could think about like the end credit music for the whole came in my head and i was like i was i was like oh he's gonna stick his thumb out and hitch a ride and you know it's gonna end up somewhere else now uh, um i think we're gonna get a final scene with yuri yes but i don't think we're gonna see or hear anything out of it oh okay do you yeah. know what i mean i think it's gonna be yeah. one of those very it's it's gonna be him showing up on his doorstep it's you know, a Jim and Pam thing where it's yes. so pointed they don't tell you what the words are. So yeah. yeah. You you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. You don't need to hear it. You don't need to see it. You you know what it is. Um right. I think that's gonna happen. Um I liked too, and I know we're going back and I apologize for that. Um I really liked Sarah in this episode. Yes. And that that short little scene where she's like, we can't sell the boat. <laughs> like she just automatically, she's like, we can't sell it. I can't and he's do like, it. Yeah. He, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> you know, and they're talking about it and, he, and it goes back again to legacy. He's getting he's ready to paint over the parents' names. Yeah, he's going to paint like, over the parents' names on the boat. And that makes it real and that changes everything. And he's like, this is a part of our history. And you know, he's thinking about Isaiah. Mm-hmm. he's thinking about their parents he's thinking about legacies and 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 she has to tell him and she has to reassure him i never thought you were running away from anything mm-hmm. but he also has to turn around and reach sam also has to reassure her that you're a part of that world too right my world isn't just saving people you are also a part of my world 
Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, and I think, I think that's an important thing when you think about soldiers and wars and mm-hmm. people leaving constantly and people being left behind. Right. And, you know, and it speaks of legacy too. And how he said, you know, their parents have been pillars in the community and, then yeah. all those people showed up to help them when they needed it. So absolutely, you just have, yeah, you know, yes. So this is legacy also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I would think, yeah, they're probably not going to need it because they fixed the boat, but, but if he needed money now, maybe he should be using a friend and not a bank. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, but maybe Bucky has money. I doubt it. Maybe Bucky got money. Who money knows? In, maybe there's money in goat farming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let it go. Never going to let it go. I know you're not. I know you're not. I don't know why I think you ever will, because I know you won't. Um, <laughs> what do you What do you think is going to be the last thing that happens in the episode? Well... Um, the very last thing. I think I think about a third of the way through, we'll probably get the actual suit up. Okay. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a, yeah. Uh, the very last thing I think. Um, I mean, after the climax of whoever ends whomever, I I think it's going to be some sort of. equivalent it's them bonk i think it's the two guys officially officially unofficially making themselves partners Mm -hmm. because they weren't ready to yet sure but but maybe yeah but i think i think that's pretty much it like some meta some metaphorical walking into the sunset together kind of thing like this is yeah i think that i would be surprised if it's not the solidification of that as a permanent partnership Okay. I don't know if they want, if they want it to end pretty, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. What, what, what do you think? I, I don't know. Yeah, me either. I'm really, I don't know. I'm, I'm expecting that at some point I would like for it to, I don't want it to necessarily be the last moment, but that seems like a nice way to end it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So oh batrock is involved yeah yeah oh well well you he know. needs to die too yeah <laughs> look how casual i am thanks for talking about characters otherwise i'm like he needs to die <laughs> <laughs> well you're dead inside so. oh yeah <laughs> okay well this was very long thank you this was thanks thanks everybody okay we should what what should we do uh i don't know what some on your left uh don't do anything stupid till i get back <laughs> yeah, you're taking all the stupid with me that's not right i said that wrong it's all right i can't even think of how to say it right i, I, I feel like i'm having better. a stroke right now you're taking all the stupid how can i you're taking all the stupid with you yeah there you go it hurts your brain hurts i smell toast oh no (laughs) okay okay we're done all right
Well, as always, I'm with you till the end of the line. I'm not 